0: On today's episode, we have Bennett Coleman, CEO, founder, and creative director of Port City Media. Welcome to Portfolio Pulse, the money podcast for medical professionals and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Stephen Husky, owner of Husky Financials, Consulting, and Wealth Management. Our goal is to help leaders accumulate wealth and empower them to build the life they deserve. Each week, we interview a purpose-driven leader or medical professional that is building a thriving business with community impact. We ask tough questions, learn the habits they practice to build successful careers, and discuss A secret they can pass on to help others build their businesses. It's time to talk money, meaning, and maximum impact. Thanks for joining us today on Portfolio Pulse, the money podcast for medical professionals and entrepreneurs. Portfolio Pulse is the go to podcast for medical pros and entrepreneurs hoping to learn more about achieving financial wellness, accumulating wealth, and building the life they deserve. In today's episode, we are featuring Bennett Coleman, creative founder and director of Port City Media Company. So happy to have you on, my friend. Awesome. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you and I have known each other for a couple years now. Why don't you tell the audience how we met and became friends?
1: Yeah, we met uh, actually at a networking happy hour one time, uh, and I saw this uh, nicely dressed young man uh, entertaining <laughs> a group of people and networking his heart out. And uh, so I walked over, started talking to him, and uh, just figured out this is the type of person I want to know in Charleston and it's uh, it's been a great relationship so far.
0: So I I want to learn a little bit more about Port City Media just from how you brand yourself how you're branding others Um, you guys talk about being trailblazers revolutionizing digital marketing Mm. why don't you fill us in about the company uh, what you do for other businesses, and the image you try to portray for them.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so Port City Media, we're a full-service digital marketing agency uh, out of Charleston, South Carolina, but we really work with anybody all over the globe. Uh, that's the cool thing about digital marketing. You don't have to be local at all. We have clients in Europe and the West Coast and uh, all over the place. Uh, but we focus on primarily on uh, visual marketing, um, identity logos, brand identity, brand copy, websites, social media, photography, video, social uh, SEO, programming, all kinds of stuff. We have a pretty wide range of services that we offer. Um, I think that's actually one of the biggest draws for us is that you don't have to work with 15 different companies, one who focuses on your photography and then your, 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 your video guy, your, you know your social media guy, and then you have to talk to your company who's building your website. Like, we, we handle all of those things. so that's been one of the biggest draws that I think that our clients love about working with us. Um, but we, you know, we, we, we really pride ourselves on being, you know, forerunners and trailblazers. You know, that's, that's some heavy language there. But, you know, we, we do the research. Our guys are very talented at what they do, and we,
0: I feel like we bring that to the table as we're working on these services with our clients. So that's awesome. I mean, I've seen your work. It's great stuff. I know you've been doing it for a few years now, and just seeing the, the skill and the attention that you put into detail, I know businesses are really going to enjoy the work that you do if they sign on with you. But let's talk about how digital marketing, media, photography, print, video, all those things that you offer clients, how does that fit with all of their other day-to-day things they could be doing to generate leads or clients, um, the type of marketing that they're doing guerrilla-wise? Tell tell us how that all kind of fits together in in one big plan.
1: That's a great question. Um, That's... You're able to use a lot of the services that we create, a lot of the the, the, the projects that we work on together for your day-to-day marketing. Um, you know, you're you're in person, you're meeting with these potential customers. That's that's great. I love that. That's active marketing. But some of the passive marketing that you can use is your photography, your video, your social media, you know, your your social media presence, your website. Your your website's your biggest salesperson. Anybody can Google you as long as they can find you. They're going to go to your website and see what you do. What what uh, benefits they have with working with you. And you want to put your best foot forward. You want to make sure your photography is up to date. You want to make sure you have a nice, strong logo to build a brand on. Uh, You want that website to look awesome. So when somebody comes to it, they know who you are. It represents what you do. Um, These are all very powerful tools in in basically convincing somebody that you are the person that they need to work with. And we do all of those things very well. And we have a lot of fun doing it. I want to talk a little bit about
0: what businesses are doing to bring... Business into their their building, right? Mm-hmm. So we have those who are really dedicated to referral marketing. You have those that spend a lot of money and time on um, generating leads through ads or social media. You got people who just do digital print or they do um, you know direct marketing. So why would someone choose to do social media marketing solely over those other programs, or should they be working together in tandem to make a to cast a wide net? Effectively.
1: Definitely working in tandem. Uh, You should not put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, when it comes to marketing. Focusing all your marketing dollars on social media and not doing print or Google ads or social media ads that you're running. um, You definitely need to cast a wide net. You need to focus on all of these things. It's important to have a wide range of networking opportunities for somebody to to see you. It takes like, um, this is marketing 101, I'm going to get it wrong, but it takes like, 10 touches for somebody to actually make us make a step to to call you it, it's it's seeing that that google ad when they happen to search something it's it's seeing that facebook or instagram ad as they're scrolling it's that seeing that business card or that brochure somewhere that somebody just happened to give one of their friends it's all of these things that kind of all play together in creating this brand awareness for somebody to remember you and for for being so drawn to actually reaching out and, 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 and asking you about going into, into business together with you.
0: So what would you say to a business owner who's solely focusing on one arm of the lead generation that they're bringing in? So for instance, I've met with a dentist client and they were solely focused on insurance referrals. They had one piece of marketing that they were doing and it was it was from insurance referrals. Should they be looking at bringing in other sources of leads, in case that one dries up,
1: yeah, of course. You're talking about different industries or different avenues for finding those people. Different avenues, different yeah. avenues. Um, yeah, definitely diversify. You know, you you if it's you're you're a financial advisor, you wouldn't advise somebody putting all their money into one cryptocurrency. You would say, no, you got to diversify. Put it in maybe in cryptocurrency if you're crazy, but or put, put it in something a little safer, a little more secure, yeah. um, something that's not that's going to be able to weather the the test of time. Um, same with same with marketing you can't just put all your eggs in one basket I mean, you really gotta you got to focus on all the different avenues that are gonna potentially reach your target market and and there's so many things that you can do now especially in the digital age you know prints not dead Prince Prince is uh, not quite as prevalent prevalent as it used to be but prints not dead I love having a good business card or a good print brochure to leave behind with somebody as a tangible asset that they can hold but also with social media marketing and having a great website photography video um, TikTok, like all these things, it's so crazy. It's, it's crazy the, the ways that you can reach somebody and make a, a lasting impression on them for your business and, and, and potentially gain new customers.
0: So, before you started your agency, um, tell us what you were doing prior to that. Where'd you gain all of your experience? Um, yeah.
1: So, for the past uh, 15 or so years, um, I've worked for several different marketing agencies. Uh, mostly all over the southeast. Um, back in Atlanta, uh, here in Charleston, um, and I've essentially been just kind of soaking up like a sponge all that I, everything that I could possibly learn while I'm there. Um, I, they call in my industry. They call me a unicorn because I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm a designer. I'm a developer. I'm a photographer. I shoot video. I write copy. I run social media accounts. Um, I understand SEO. I understand paid digital marketing. Like pretty much everything my agency offers. I have done those things or more for, um, for clients uh, over the past 15 years.
0: What are some of the projects that you're really proud of working on?
1: Um, currently, uh, so it went, when I started Port City, well, the, I started Port City because I, I realized that I didn't think I was going to be an employee forever. I was going to soak up all of that knowledge and, and industry experience and eventually create my own thing. Um, more on that in a second, but some of the cool projects that we've worked on. I remember six months into me starting my company, uh, I got a text message from Darius Rucker, uh, Hooting the Blowfish. I love Hooting the Blowfish. I remember listening to him when I was when I was a kid, and and uh, getting a text from him saying, "Hey, do you have a second to talk about a project?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, of course. I have plenty of time to talk about uh-huh. a project." Everything I will, right now. I'll clear my schedule for you, Darius. <laughs> uh, also, like how he uses the full name. And this is Darius Rucker, like. How many other Darius's, I guess, do you know? But Darius Rucker reached out. Um, long story short, met up with him, and he was like, hey, well, I want to work on a project for my friend Tiger. And I'm like, Tiger Tiger Woods? And he goes, yeah, yeah, this is uh, my friend Tiger Woods. I'm like, yeah, of course. That I'm happy to work on that. But in right. my head, I'm screaming like a little girl. Like, ah, this is so awesome. <laughs> but outside, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds like a fun project. Cool. What are we doing? We're doing a video for them? Yeah, this is, this is easy. Um, probably hands down one of my favorite projects. It was fun to work on. Um, unfortunately, it was a private gift from Darius 2 so we can't share it, um, but the fact that we got to work with them in the first six months of me starting my company was very fun. Um, but aside from that, we've had a, a, a wide range of really fun clients. Um, I love beer, I love Europe, uh, we had a German brewery reach out to us and we were able to help them with some new labels, uh, a new website, and just some cool marketing strategy. You know, we got to work with uh, one of our one of our current clients. Now is out of the Virgin Islands, so we're we're still trying to. We haven't quite cracked it yet, but we're trying to get down there. I feel like you need to be there in person in the Virgin Islands to be able to to market them accurately. But put your feet in the sand. Got to put your feet in the sand. Your toes in your water and your butt in the sand. To quote uh, (laughs) my 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 guy Zach Brown. Um, But just a a cool company, cool brand. Uh, It's it's been a lot of fun working with them so far. So
0: let's let's go back to like marketing in general. So for anybody listening to this episode and you're owning a business or starting one, or you've been in business for 20 to 25 years, what are some things on the marketing front right now that you're seeing that can really benefit businesses by growing clientele? What are some things that you would suggest for them?
1: I think the, the biggest thing is to really understand that investing in marketing is a very crucial thing in growing your business. Um, a lot of people try to do those things themselves because they're starting out, like, oh man, I can probably build my own website, I can probably do my own logo, or I have a, a little cousin who's 13 years old who's pretty good at Microsoft Paint, I'm gonna let him do my logo. They think they can they can get by with, put in their, they think they can put their dollars into something else, and they don't, they underestimate how important, how important good marketing can be in you growing your business. Um, obviously, you know, I, not to hit you with the hard sell, but you know, but, but social media, good photography, a good website, a good print business card. like All of these things play a really big role in building this brand awareness that somebody can potentially see these things and say, wow, these people know what they're doing. They have their stuff together. They've invested in good marketing, so they must be very serious about what they do. Therefore, I feel confident spending money with them because they
0: understand how important these things are. So you're saying someone with a 15-year-old website and outdated business cards might not get the business of someone who's got a really flashy... Or not necessarily flashy, but really well put together marketing plan.
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, an, an old, an old website, an old, outdated website, old, outdated business cards, all of these things. it just, it really ages a brand. And do you really want to work with a company who doesn't prioritize their own value and and brand awareness? It just seems like they just don't care enough about their company to to invest in these things.
0: Or they're so focused on their existing clients that they probably aren't worried about generating more or they haven't put enough effort into it, which means that they're comfortable. Mm. And once you're comfortable as a business, you die. Mm-hmm. Right? That's typically what happens. Let's talk about some highs and some lows of being in the throes of owning your own business. You know, for the entrepreneurs that are listening, I want to teach them as much as we can about money, experience, all of those things. So tell me about some highs and some lows.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I'll tell my business owners out there, you know, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. It's not always, you know, the best day ever. Uh, you have some, you have some lows, you have some hard things. Um, but my, my favorite part is just the highs are so high. You know, when you, when you put your heart and soul into a business and you, you really get everything you got, when you have these really high moments, the fact that you earned every single second of that high moment is such a, such a, such a beautiful thing um, we've already talked about some of the cool clients that I've been able to work with, you know, Darius Rucker and the, the, the company out of the Virgin Islands and all of these really cool things. Um, my favorite part is being able to run the business the way that you want to run it. You know, I've, I've worked for agencies for the past, like I said, for the past 15 years, and I've basically synthesized all of the good and all of the bad. And I've decided that since day one, I'm going to run that business the way that I want to make the decisions that I wanna make, prioritize the things that I wanna prioritize. I think by far my favorite part of it is being able to choose who you work with. Um, I'm a big believer in good relationships. Uh, You know, you're you're working together with somebody. If you have a good relationship, you're gonna do some awesome things together. If you have a terrible relationship, you're not gonna be as effective. You're you're gonna butt heads, you're gonna just not have the same vision from day one, so you're not gonna have that final product that either of you want. So you have that ability to say, hey, I think, I think you have a good idea for a business, but I don't feel like we're seeing eye to eye, and I don't think we work well together. You can make that decision. You, When you work for a company, you're kind of stuck with whoever your client is, and if they're good or bad, either way, you're stuck with that person. You're stuck with that a-hole, you know, somebody who's just very rude and disrespectful, and you kind of got to bend over and take it. But when you run your own company, you can say, hey, I just we have creative differences. I don't think we're working well together, and it's it's beneficial for both of you. And that's That's probably one of my favorite parts. So you put it nicely. <laughs> this is, put it nicely. Yes, this is uh, for the for the for the young entrepreneurs
0: out there. I wanted to uh, use some PG thirteen language. Well, some of the lows that you might have, might have experienced. I mean, I'm sure that whenever you open up your own business, you're kind of trying to wear all kinds of hats. You know, um, when did you decide that maybe it wasn't all strictly just on your shoulders?
1: Yeah, those are. That's. I think the probably one of the biggest lows that I can think of is uh, is you know up early on I much much like a lot of other business owners, I decided that if I can do it on my own, do everything on my own, I wouldn't have to pay money for certain things. So like build my luckily I'm an expert in marketing, so I was able to build my own website and logo and social media and all these things. But a lot of things that I didn't really understand when I was like the accounting, the you know, the, the things that are really important when you're growing a business that I didn't fully understand, I figured that I could Save myself some money and do it on my own. And looking back, I'm thinking, man, I really wish I would have done this differently. Or the fact that I can do those things very well, but the fact that I was trying to do all of it on my own and I wasn't relying on other people or finding a network of people to kind of build this business with. I was doing every single bit of every single process and I was just burning, burning myself into the ground pretty much. Um, so I went in the hard way. You really gotta, you gotta know what you're good at stay in your lane and if there's something you're not good at then to reach out and find somebody who's better at that thing than you are
0: and kind of grow together so what I've learned and and, you know the listeners have learned from you so far is that taking your own advice and hiring the professionals to alleviate some of the 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 work that you're doing yourself don't burn yourself into the ground stay active and excited about what you're doing you can be more effective when you've got rest when you can recharge the batteries when you can Mm -hmm. stay excited about your work oh yeah Put those people on the job. Delegate, right? I mean, if you learn, if you're taking any leadership classes, which I have in banking, uh, you got to delegate. You got to mm-hmm. give somebody something to do. Coach, lead by example, and I think that you're doing that. And Wait. I think I think any business owner, whether you're, you know, again, a year into it, or five years into it, ten years into it, find someone that you can trust. Delegate some responsibility. Give yourself some time to recharge because it's not doesn't need to all be on you all the time. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot from you so far and you know, since it's a money podcast, we wanna touch on money a little bit. Yeah, of course. We understand as a tool, money is infinite. There's so much that you can earn through different different various forms of of earning potential, right? But what's finite is the time Mm -hmm. that you can spend earning that money. So what is the hardest lesson? as the owner of Port City that you've learned about money and business? Uh, I think probably the hardest
1: lesson I've learned about money is that when I was first getting this thing off the ground, I was trying to do everything myself. Because I was thinking, well, if I can just do it myself, I'll save some money. I mean, I could pay somebody else to do it, but that's just more money. And you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But if I could do it all over again, I think I would have partnered with the right people. So up front... You know, luckily, I'm, I'm, I'm a wizard in marketing, so I was able to do my own logo and website and photography and social media and all these things. But there were a lot of other things that I was doing and focusing on that I probably wasn't the right person. I was doing my own accounting. Uh, I was managing projects, which I, I, I enjoyed doing, but that's not exactly where I wanted to spend my time. Um, you know, business development, sales, all of these things. And now I've learned the hard way that if you find the right people – to hire and to put your money into those things then you hire somebody who knows more about that thing than you do and you're going to be able to grow so much faster um you know one mistake that i find a lot of people doing when they're starting their own business again sort of the same thing if they don't have the same marketing expertise that i do they try to do their own logo or they have a, a little nephew who's pretty good at microsoft word they can you know or microsoft paint they can they can create their own logo for you and it ends up not being that great but they just They've already sunk money into it, so they, don't, they, can't, they, they feel like they have to use it. Same with their website. They think, well, I can save money if I do my own website. Like, what do you know about websites? You don't know anything about websites. What are you doing trying to create your own? And they come to us with this, like, really janky website, and we got to work with it because they don't want to spend any more money on it. Same with financial planning. You can do all the research you want to do, but unless you're an actual financial pro, you're not going to be able to make the right call in where to diversify where to put your money working with somebody in the financial industry who knows that they know this stuff up and down they know the industry like the back of their hand they can really put your money to work for you they can tell you where to put it and they can really help you make the right decisions with your cash
0: taking the emotion out of it mm-hmm. exactly good thanks for the shout out there for our profession of course appreciate that um, you know we have a, a few more minutes here I just want to ask something impactful, you know, as, as part of the marketing community, you know, what, what's your purpose, what's your lasting legacy that you want to leave your peers, your community, your clients, Um, tell us more about you and what you want to do.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we're, we're trailblazers in digital marketing. That's a lofty claim, but that's something that I want to leave as a legacy in this industry, whether it's in the Southeast or whether, whether it's all over the U S we're we're good at what we do we're very good at what we do we're trendsetters we love to do the research and 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 find the right people who are going to help you come up with that brilliant logo that's going to be memorable forever or that that piece of copy that's going to really tell the story of who you are as a company or as a person who's going to build that website that's going to convert that's going to really tell your story and 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 build this really, really cool brand for the rest of however long your company is in existence. That's the impact that we want to make on this industry. We want to be trendsetters. We want to be cutting edge. We want to be just insanely creative. Like We we all love what we do. We want to help you succeed. That's the whole point of us doing what we do. We're problem solvers. You have a problem. We're going to help you solve it, but we're going to help you solve it in a very beautiful way.
0: What are some ways you're giving back to your community here in Charleston?
1: Um, We... Uh, actually, partner with uh, some local teachers. I've always had a soft spot for uh, for educators. I feel like, not to get political, but I feel like there's, a, you know, they deserve more. They deserve more money. They deserve they deserve a lot more things. So that's something that we've done to get back. Nothing
0: political about that. Nothing political
1: <laughs> about that. Um, we, uh, you know, we we like to partner with some some local teachers who are who are already not getting paid the salary that they deserve, but they're having to come out of pocket to pay for a lot of the stuff in their classroom. So Um, port city has uh, been fortunate enough to partner with some of these educators and have given them some donations to um you know we've we've cleared out some amazon wish lists we've donated some money and time and and whatever it takes to uh to help them get the 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 supplies that they need to be effective in in their role as as educators
0: i heard you were also uh, supporting a local charter school here that um, helps disabled kids
1: um, yeah, so we uh, Patterson's Academy. Uh, it's it's a really beautiful place. If you're ever in Charleston, South Carolina, definitely give them a call and book a time to come and check them out. The kids are such they're such such beautiful kids. They're so happy and and they are. It's a it's a school for severely disabled children, and it's it sounds like it's so sad. But these kids have such a such a really cool outlook on life. They're just they're learning and and they're they're experiencing the things that we see on a day-to-day basis but in a completely different way. Um, and it's so cool to see the 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 light in their eyes as they're learning just, you know, shapes and colors and whatever they're learning. But um, yes, yeah, so I'm I'm actually the the uh unofficial official marketing director of a networking group here in Charleston. And uh we've we've partnered with Pattison's and we do as much as we can to help raise funds for them. Um and, uh, you know, there. it's just a it's a great opportunity to be able to help uh, an awesome organization.
0: Um, what is your favorite part about working in the creative marketing industry? And then I'll, I'll let you run. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I think by far my favorite thing is you can't accurately market somebody until you understand their industry. So when they come to us with a problem, like the, the, the best way we can solve that problem is to just do a deep dive into who they are and what they do. So we get to learn a lot about these different industries. We don't have a niche market. We don't just focus on real estate or finance or, or food and beverage. We really can help anybody. Um, but that also opens us up to be able to learn so much about different industries. Um, and, you know, we, uh, German breweries or a, a fragrance company out of the Virgin Islands or, you know, whoever we get to work with, we get to really dig in deep behind the scenes and learn a lot about what they do. So that really gives us a unique perspective in us coming up with marketing strategies to really help them grow. So just, just learning so much about industries that I know nothing about. I think that's, such, that's one of my favorite things about what I do.
0: Yeah, being a business owner, you learn every day. So mm-hmm. um, Anybody looking for Port City Media, where can they find you, sir?
1: Yeah, of course, we're online. Uh, PortCity.co, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, we're all over the place. PortCity.co, can't miss us.
0: Nice. Well, thank you for your time today, man. Looking forward to seeing a a lot of business come your way.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much,
0: Stephen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today on Portfolio Pulse. If you found this helpful and think others deserve to hear about us as well, please like, subscribe and share us across any platform on social media or your podcast platform of choice. That's it for today. Remember to be happy, stay healthy and tune in next time to remain financially fit.